Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. I don't have to make you love me. I just want to take your time. Some guys out there just have too much talent. Like when you're an NCAA football quarterback, you go to the camp of the Kansas City Chiefs, and then you become a country crossover star like Sam Hunt. That is just... Ah, oh, that is embarrassing for us regular dudes out there. Let me tell you, this is Oilers now. Bob Stauffer joining you. It's a game night. Edmonton, Vancouver, Canucks, Oilers, 1-1 preseason, Canucks, 2-1. We open up with Nickelback today. Uh, we got this text, and it says, Bob, your taste in music sucks. Nickelback, really? Uncle Brian, stop texting the show. You have my cell phone number. Just text me directly. Don't text the show. Another text says, uh, loved the intro song. Another text said, Bob, regarding Nickelback, going a little crazy on the intro song censorship. Do you not think so? Censorship? Well, we didn't want to offend anybody out there. Um, Bob, with Chris Russell not skating, is uh, Caleb Jones uh, the automatic guy? Not necessarily. William Lagason's going to be in the mix as well. We talked a bit about Blockbuster. Boy, John, I do not want to work with you. Bob, I worked at A&B Sound on Calgary Trail, White Mud Amusement Park, and Rogers Video. All great places out of business from John. John, you are the human trifecta. Nobody wants, don't tell people where you're currently working because they'll be unemployed soon enough as well. Ray wants to know, can you give us an update on Yamamoto? Wrist surgery, not ready to play yet. As we bring aboard the biggest Sam Hunt fan that I know. His name is Louis Dabrowski. He's our Oilers Now headliner, brought to you by Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. By the way, Louis, do you like Hey, Nicole? where's that coming from? What's that, the biggest Sam Hunt fan? Yeah, I do like him. Well, I'm not his biggest fan, but I do like well, him. Well, I, I recall, uh, full disclosure, you occasionally, on nights when maybe uh, the kids come to the game, you occasionally uh, drive me. To uh, to the game, and I I do I do take particular interest to see uh, what you got going on in the truck on the uh, drive to the arena. So there you, you know go. what I like. You know me. I like all kinds of music. Yes, and I do like Sam Hunt, but uh, and I like Nickelback because I heard you when you were doing your intro there, and somebody called and didn't like Nickelback. I love Nickelback actually. That was my that was my yeah that was my uncle hey, Brian. Each their own, right? I guess each their own. Hundred percent. Uh, and uh, I've I've got a pretty broad spectrum when it comes to music i like all sorts 
now, have you? Uh, we were we were talking a bit with Reed as well about uh, this whole thing with Trudeau uh, and you know, the federal election coming out and all that kind of stuff. We're not going to get into politics. But I was wondering where you're going to go with that. No, no, we're not going to say, "Hey, Louie, who are you voting for?" <laughs> uh, because my experience in Canadian political history has been this: uh, the ruling party is the one that kisses Quebec's butt the most. That's usually who ends up winning the election. So I'm, I'm only sort of kidding. Uh, anyhow, uh, we're we're talking about you know doing stuff that you know when you're in your in your bygone youth and Halloween parties and, and things like that. And and I know that there are some organizations where the players wanted to have a little bit of fun. And there's nothing wrong with having a little bit of fun. Was there a player in particular when you played that always, you know, stole a show when it came to his Halloween costume every year with the team Halloween party? Oh, boy. You know what? To be honest with you, I think there was a bunch of guys that stole the show every year, and that was the whole point of Halloween, wasn't it? You know, when I think about I know what you're talking about, and I'm kind of like, isn't Halloween the time to dress up and have fun? And, and you know, I don't know. I, I, to me, um, there was a bunch of guys. There was a bunch of guys that always wanted to go to the next level and, and be Jeremy Roenick always had a great costume, you know, in, in Phoenix. In Edmonton, um, it was up to the young guys. It was kind of a ritual every year that the young guys had to come in and, you know, go as uh, something kind of funny, usually from a movie, a character, and uh, if you could pull it off, great, you know. Um, I don't know. I loved Halloween. I thought it was a great time to dress up, and that was half the fun was getting to the event and, and seeing what everybody was dressed up as and laughing at each other. Did you ever get pulled over by the cops on a night where you were in a Halloween costume? <laughs> no, I never had. That would be funny, though. But no, I never have. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, Scott Thornton and I went as 225-pound uh, nerds one night. You know, from the remember the movie Nerds? You know, we dressed up as the two characters there from Nerds and uh, Revenge of you know, the Nerds, had, had, or had the, well, the first one, Revenge of the Yeah, Revenge of the Nerds. Yes, and uh, had the glasses on with the tape, and so half slap shot, half Nerds, but it was kind of funny. Yes, um, probably a couple of Nerds you didn't want to push around too much, though. Well, uh, I think the infamous line from Revenge of the Nerds is, "Hey, that's my pie." <laughs> <laughs> Classic that movie. I'll tell you what. Lambda, lambda, lambda. Lambda, lambda, lambda. The yeah. trial when, when when all of their fraternity brothers show up to support them. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, that was an yeah. awesome scene. <laughs> and that was not a group you'd want to screw around with. Trust me. Oh, we're having too much fun. Louis, uh, we're we're into the preseason now. The team has played uh, a couple games. Uh, it, the opening night at home here against Winnipeg, by my count, Edmonton had what I consider 12 of the 23 players that are going to be on the 23-man roster. In Vancouver the other night, they had four. Tonight, they may only have seven or eight. I would suggest to you um, nobody can debate whether or not Dave Tippett's given young players an opportunity here through these first three or four preseason games, can they? Absolutely not, but that's what this is about. And, you know, you listen to some of his comments, I really like them because it's so true. And, you know, sometimes we try and make so much out of situations, but in reality, you know, one of the things that he said, this is a time for guys to separate themselves from the group. And I truly do believe that's what exhibition is for. Like you just talked about, Bob, there's a certain amount of guys that are inked on this roster. They're going to be on the team. And then there's a bunch of guys that are fighting for positions. And for the first time in a while, we talked about this last Thursday, that 
there's some competition. There's some guys that are going to step in and potentially could take jobs. And I like that. I like that a lot. As a player, I was always aware of that. I was always aware of the fact that when I went into training camp, and probably why I was usually the first or second fight in training camp every year, was because there was always some tough guy coming up that they would throw on the opposite team in the first game against me. And you know what? That's just the nature of the business. That's what it's all about. You're always trying to improve yourself. You're always trying to see if the guys that are there right now still want their job bad enough to fight for it. And the young guys, are they ready, willing, and able to step in and take those jobs? And that's the most important thing. When I say young guys, it's not necessarily just the young guys. It's new guys, too. New guys that are coming to an organization, maybe didn't pan out another team or two, and they step in. They're trying to vie for a regular role and find their potential in this league. And, I, you know, Tomas Yurko is one of those guys for me that when I first saw him step into the league with his size and speed and the way he played the game, he was suppressed in the Detroit team. Um, but I liked him a lot, you know, and then he kind of didn't fizzle out a bit and didn't really pan out, um, has had some injury problems. But there's a guy right there that I think has more to offer if he gets the right groove and gets in the right mindset and finds his game. But I think there's a bunch of guys. There's guys down in the American Hockey League last year with this Oilers organization that have had great success that are coming up trying to fight for jobs. Are they ready yet? We're not sure. But for Dave Tippett, the thing for me, and we talked about this before, I always find that he just simplifies things. And I think that's a really good character trait to have for coaches. He puts it in the most simple form possible for players to understand, this is what I'm expecting from you, go do it. And you know what, as a player, you can't really ask any more from your coach and to, to pretty much lay it out in the lines. I hear it is, go do this and you'll be successful. And um, I think there's a bunch of guys here that are going to flourish under Tippett. We're joined right now by Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Louis, I just got to read you this text. We were talking about Reed's extensive career at Blockbuster. The Nater has texted the show. He says, Bob, I worked at the Blockbuster Riverbend Square back in the day, and I got hauled into office by management and suspended for not charging Lou DeBrusque for movies at one point. <laughs> I remember that. The guy, you know the guy was an absolute, he says you were an absolute yeah. beauty. Hey, I used to go, and I was, I was a big movie guy. I was in there all the time, and I used to go down to the one on White Ave as well. And uh, you know what? I, I don't think I paid for a lot of videos there as well, so it was a real nice perk to have, i got to tell you. And I was always happy to go in there and get videos, but I always chat with those guys, and sometimes I'd be in there. I think it was open till 11 or 12 o'clock at night. It was open late. But, uh, yeah, I do remember that. That was uh, You know what they call, Louis? Time. You know what they call a guy hanging around the Blockbuster at 11 o'clock at night? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hang around the blockbuster. I just went there to get a video. I'm just giving you a heart. And notice how I said video, because they were videos back then. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you know, I used to go to that same blockbuster, and they used to double charge me. I, I don't, And they gave your stuff for free, so what does that tell you? I, <laughs> You're like the Rodney Dangerfield, right? No I respect. get no respect. <laughs> what was his line? Take my wife, please. <laughs> he was great. Oh, man, he was a funny dude, but he made one of the worst movies of all time, Ladybugs. Do you remember <laughs> yeah. that when he, he took over a coach in the yeah. soccer team? That may have been one of the worst movies of all time. Text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line, worst movies of all time. Oh, boy. Do you have a – do you have – look, oh. we're in the preseason. We don't have to hammer away on the – we can have a bit of fun. Which show did you think went to the dogs? Louis. Question. Sorry. No. I was acting up out there. I had to settle him down. Um, you know what? To be honest, I'm, off the top of my head, I'm having a hard time coming up with a movie that I dislike that much. 
Um, but there were a few. It'll come to me. Plan It'll 9 from out of sp- Outer Space. We've got a worst movie of all time. we got a Rat Boy. I've never seen Rat Boy. Did you see Rat Boy? Nope, never saw Rat Boy. Texas? I will tell you, I will tell you this, though, Bob. I've gone to a bunch of movies in the last few years, and more often than not, I'm walking out of the movie theater a little bit disappointed. And I, I don't know what it is. I just There's just been a rash of movies for me that have just not kind of been that great. Back in the day, I remember walking out being a little more pleasantly surprised about movies, especially ones I didn't know a lot about, which I do like to go to movies and not have as much information about the movie. I find that I I go in there with a a clear mind and give it the benefit of the doubt. You read all the reviews about movies and all that, you go in there and it's like, you know, you already have a preconceived notion of what this one's going to be about. But um, I can't think of one right off the top of my head, but there was some, there's been some bad ones for sure. All right. Well, you can jump into LaFray and uh, text us at 630, 630. Uh, worst movies you've ever seen. Here we go. Uh, Bubba Hotep. Worst movie, The Astronaut's Wife. Uh, worst movie, Spice Girls movie starring Louis DeBrus. Louis, were you in that movie? <laughs> no, but I do remember when that movie came out. But I'm sure the Spice Girls fans didn't mind it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they had a lot. Brazil. Somebody has said Brazil. Uh, is it Giggly or Jiggly, the one with Ben Affleck? Uh, worst movie contender, Toys with Robin Williams. I don't remember that one. Somebody has said Fargo out of Lloydminster, Alberta. Worst movie. Fargo was a great movie, was it not? Fargo was a terrific film. A little and, slow at times, but it was still a really good movie. And then they the, made a miniseries about it, the, um, the a text, show about it. The texter has also said, the same texter out of Lloyd has said, number one, Fargo, number two, Raising Arizona. I think both of those are Cone Brother uh, films. I I wouldn't have either of those. I, those are pretty good flicks for me. Again, to each his own. Like I like uh, Collateral with Tom Cruise. I love that movie. I love the pacing of that movie. I know a lot of other people hated Collateral, Louis. You wouldn't believe, Louis, we literally have 200 texts. Collateral, which was that the one where he uh, he has to the hitman? Yeah, he has to kill with Fo- Jamie Fox. Yes, he has to kill. I Fo- like that movie a lot. That was I a thought cr- that was an awesome movie. Yeah, here we go, yeah. uh, Louis. Yay or nay on this? Uh, Mad Max: Fury Road. Did you see it? I did see it. Um, the remake of uh, yes. Mad Max. Um, Not very good. It was okay. You know what? That those are some big shoes to fill. You know what? They're talking about uh, making it a remake. I just saw recently of Princess Bride. I know like Princess Bride's out. a great movie. Ishtar's uh, Ishtar yeah. says Kevin, that's a bad movie. I'd agree, dude. Where is I feel my... like I'm like on one of my journeys on YouTube at night when you go into the you know down the yes down the different the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, it's just different things. We got on a different tangent. It's not Louis. It's, it doesn't have to be all hard hitting hockey stuff. <laughs> that's okay with me, dude. Where is my car? Yeah, that wasn't a very good movie. Yes. For sure. Uh, Forrest Gump, says Jim. How do you not like... Oh, my Lord. How do you Can not we, like Forrest that? Gump? Is that Jim? Jim? Uh, Jim has texted us to say that out of Edmonton, I hated for, or Forrest Gump. That's like, I mean, I just kind of got a shiver. In it. That's like an all-time classic. That movie has everything in it. I mean, every single... I mean, I, I don't even want... I'm not even going to answer that. Brian has texted the show to say, geez, man, get back on sports topics. Oh, Brian, we're sorry. We haven't discussed the fourth-line possibilities right now for the Bakersfield Condors for you, okay? We should get serious here. Sorry, man. There's about 350 texts that have now come in. Uh, Brad Pitt, Burn After Reading, terrible movie. Uh, Star Wars, come on. Uh, you got to remember, most of those are people from 
that have seen the originals and just aren't going to take the new new ones. Somebody Unless did. they're talking about the original Star Wars, where I'm like, are you serious? Right. Uh, Ladybug was a favorite in our home out of Edmonton. Really? Funny kids movie. Hey, oh my God, why didn't we have Louis DeBrus do movie reviews while I'm going some? Did you not do movie reviews? I did, yeah. I did back in the day. I did the scariest movies for a Halloween, speaking of Halloween. Oh, Louis, uh, do you think maybe I tied yeah. this all together? What do you think? I'm not sure. Yes. So, all right. So, if there's, uh, give me three movie storylines for the Edmonton Oilers in training camp here, things that we need to have resolved moving forward. So, what three oh. things are you personally keeping an eye on for the Oilers moving forward? For me, I would say there's five positions filled on defense. There's two or three, depending on how many they're going to carry at the start of the year. Yep. And depending on Chris Russell, obviously, I think he'll be fine. But um, who fills those spots? Because I think there's a mul- multiple guys that are trying to vie for those spots. There's some really good candidates. They're playing well. It's going to be a battle right to the end, I believe. Um, that's one of them for sure. Obviously, you heard Dave Tippett talk about centermen. I think center is always... The most important position, obviously, in the forward positions, uh, it's instrumental to have depth at center. So they're keying on that early on. They're putting four guys in there tonight to fight for it. Ryan McLeod's very interesting to me. I know he's a young guy and it's first-year pro, but I think he's got a lot of attributes, and there's no question that one day he's going to see a lot of time in the National Hockey League, in my Agreed. opinion. Um, and then the third one, um, I guess it would be what wingers are going to fight for those last positions again. I, I just I see a real traffic jam this year, which I haven't said very often when we're talking about the Edmonton Oilers as far as prospects, new additions, signings, draft picks coming in and fighting for spots that are available. I see it this year. There's going to be some one-way contracts, in my opinion, down the Myers. And that's, you know, that's a good thing. That's a good thing if you're other guys are coming in and pushing guys out that are expected to be there. Um, I think there's going to be a real battle this year, and that's uh, that's a positive move forward as far as I'm concerned. Awesome stuff, Lou Dog. Thanks for joining us here in Oilers Now, and uh, we'll get a little bit more focused next week, and it was completely my fault that I took you down a different train. That's all right. No problem. You, it's your show. You can go whatever direction you want to go, bud. All right. It was awesome. Thanks, man. Okay, take care. Bye. Here we go. Uh, this text makes me howl. From Pete and Cold Lake, Bob, appreciate the movie talk. However, can we get back to discussing how the Oilers are the hottest team in the league? Clef Bomb, Neil, Dry Settle, Cassian, all perfect tens. From Pete in Cold Lake. Hmm, perfect tens. Okay. Uh, texts on worst movies ever. Anything except uh, Django by Quentin Tarantino. They're all terrible movies. Uh, Slapshot 2 from Hockey Howie. Terrible movie. Bob, cult classic film, Boondock Saints. That's a good movie. I think lots of people like Boondock Saints. Um, Dudley says, worst movie ever, in my opinion, was Jesus Christ Superstar. I just couldn't get into the weird treatment of a 2,000-year-old tale. (laughs) Jared says, Bob, anything with Will Ferrell, his humor is not that funny. Not that funny. I would suggest to you that the majority of the people listening to the show would completely disagree. It is 12.52. Brendan Escott coming up with NHL Today. We will tell you that guests on orders now received gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Roos Chris Steakhouse is Alberta-owned and operated. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and the staff at Roos Chris that Oilers Now sent you. This is Oilers Now live from Rogers Place. This is Oscar Plathbaum from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Soffer on 6.30 Shed. 
Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. This is Oilers Now. We're at Rogers Place. Oilers in the Vancouver Canucks. Exhibition game number three tonight. Miko Koskinen against Jacob Marks from the goaltending matchup. The Oilers going with what I consider about seven of the 23 guys I expect on the roster. Uh, battle down the middle, according to Dave Tippett. Ryan McLeod, Cooper Marodi, Gaetan Haas, Brad Malone. I would suggest could see as many as three of those guys end up being ticketed to uh, the American Hockey League and a chance for one of them to break through and maybe make the Oilers hockey team. want to tell you that uh, you can join Oilers now. A couple of road trips coming up. Join us in Chicago to see the Oilers play the Blackhawks. That's in March. Probably going to tie in a Bulls game as well on that trip or go to Tampa Bay and enjoy a five-night Caribbean cruise as well. Packages include lower bowl game tickets and welcome receptions. For the Oilers now, Chicago and Tampa road trips, call New West Travel, 780-432-7446, or go online to newwesttravel.com. we got about a minute here, Brendan, so we'll move NHL today to uh, the second hour of the show. Do you have a movie that you just thought stunk? Funny People with Adam Sandler, and I think Seth Rogen was in that one, let's say circa 2009-ish, was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I'm also off the Will Ferrell train. I don't like Sandler that much either, but I gave this one a shot. Did not uh, did not stick for me. I was not a uh, big, uh, just for the record, I'm not a big Adam Sandler guy. Uh, th- though the happy Hanukkah thing that he did on Saturday Night Live makes me laugh all the time. Uh, former D-man Mark says, Bob, for the orders to the orders need to make this movie transition. The Road to Perdition, great movie, Chariots of Fire, and finish off with the right stuff. Unfortunately, it's been too much dazed and confused, one who flew over the cuckoo's nest, and lastly, the Green Mile from former D-man Mark. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Bob, La La Land sucked. Uh, well, thank you for that. Another text comes in saying, Bob, Blockbuster is alive and well in Alaska with many locations. Bob, the Miami Vice movie was the worst. Really? The show was unbelievable. The show was off the charts and had some of the biggest names in uh, Hollywood, the music industry in it back in the day as well. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Carrie McAfee. Uh, we'll hear from Tomas Yurko and uh, get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing to open up the second hour of Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.